0: You're listening to Breaking the Silence, a podcast by Reach 10, where we're creating a culture of courage, compassion, and connection to overcome the shame, silence, and fear that often surrounds topics such as sexuality and pornography. We're your hosts, Chriselle Simons and Creed Orme. I'm Vonna Davis, and I'm the founder and director of Reach 10 and the Breaking the Silence podcast. And today we're breaking the silence on what you can do now to take this cause over. Now that Reach 10 and our podcast have finished our mission. It's been an amazing experience for all the five years since we started Reach 10 and these past two years of the Breaking the Silence podcast. And if you've been following along in our last episode, you heard our hosts, Creed and Chrishell, and our social media person, Bentley, share their favorite episodes and what they've learned, and then hear them say goodbye. And I know we kind of left you hanging without any real answers about what was going on, So that's why I'm here today to explain a little about why this is our last episode. And even more, I want to share what I've learned from young adults and what I hope you, our young adult audience, will do going forward. First, I want to be clear on what is happening. We are closing down the Breaking the Silence podcast and we won't be posting regularly on our social media but we are keeping our past episodes available and we're keeping our website online and we'll still have our social media channels. And you can still email us at hello at reach10.org. So to put it simply, there are three main reasons why we are closing down the podcast. And these are not necessarily in any order of importance, but here they are. First of all, it's about resources and time and money limiting what we could do We've had just enough money to keep the lights on, so to speak. And I wanna say thank you, thank you, a thousand times thank you to those who sponsored us. The Sorenson Legacy Foundation and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Foundation have provided grants and our sponsors, Protect Young Minds with Kristen Jensen, the author of Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, and Dr. Laura Brotherson at Strengthening Marriage have been sponsors of this podcast, and we could never have come this far without their support. The reality of nonprofit management for us was not quite ever having enough money to hire people to take over the day-to-day operations, which meant that we had a small team with Craig and hosting and Bentley doing social media in her spare time after her full-time job, and then me getting everything else done. And we just got to the point where it just wasn't sustainable anymore. Producing a podcast takes way more time than you would think, but I'm pretty proud that we made it over five years and we've had the impact that we did in that time. The second reason is that this project has always been on my mind and in my heart in prayer. And I've always been seeking divine direction. And I received some strong spiritual impressions this summer that Reach 10's mission was complete. And I wanna say I'm very grateful for that because it's been a hard decision to make. I always hoped this organization would continue for a long time. And I'm just trusting that God has a plan. It's really all in his care. And more to the point, you are all in his care, and he knows what you need. And that has brought a lot of peace to me, even while I'm still sad and feeling the loss. And the third reason is that there are so many more resources to help young adults than there were when we started five years ago. We've interviewed so many talented, insightful, and courageous people on our podcast who are ready to help you. And we've also created a resource page on our website to share them. We believe you've got what you need. You just need to take the opportunities offered to you. So those are the three main reasons, and I want to share some of my thoughts about this experience, this work, and what I've learned from you young adults, and what my greatest hopes are for you now. We started Reach 10 with a mission to help young adults talk more openly about pornography, and our name, Reach 10, is A Call to Action – because we believe that one person can make a difference as they reach out with a message of hope and compassion, even starting with just 10 people. We saw that even in today's open culture, it's still hard to talk about it, especially among conservative religious young adults who believe that pornography is a problem. And we know that being able to talk about it is the gateway to getting real help, because if we can't talk about it, we can't fix it. We wanted to change the culture of shame, silence, and fear that keep young people stuck in pornography and create a new culture of courage, compassion, and connection. And as director, I never wanted to be the face of the organization. I didn't want to be out front. I wanted to provide a platform for young adults to solve this problem together. So for the first few years, we held in-person workshops. And then when our Reach 10 nonprofit board suggested that we start a podcast two years ago, I was so overwhelmed. In fact, one of our board members told me later that she saw my face in that meeting and she felt so sorry for me. It was just that I didn't know anything about producing a podcast and I didn't know how we would pull it off. But I had to agree that it made sense that we could reach more young people that way through a podcast than by continuing to do live workshops like we had for the first few years. Well, then, much to my own surprise, we did figure the podcast thing out. We invited Creed and Kershaw to be the hosts from the beginning, and they have just done an amazing job. And I learned to do audio recording and editing and even found that I enjoyed it. In fact, I even started my own podcast for my life coaching business. So I just share that with you because if an old lady like me can figure it out, so can you for anything that you want to be able to do. So thank you, Creed and Chriselle, for the beautiful job you did hosting, and Bentley, who's kept our social media going for the last year and just added so much to our work and Rachel and Bella, who also took turns over the social media in the past years, Cassie, who did transcription for us for a while, all the BYU interns who gave very practical help. The thing is, when it comes to running a nonprofit, it can all sound really lovely and exciting, but the bottom line is that a cause happens by getting things done, and they made things happen. And what an honor it's been associating with the awesome people who've served on our nonprofit board, Matthew and Karen, who've been with Reach 10 since the very beginning, and Amanda and Rachel, who are therapists and give their professional opinion, and Rochelle and Parker, who've been there sharing their thoughts. Even my husband, Mike, who is not an official member and yet showed up at a lot of our meetings as well. In the end, it's all about relationships, isn't it? So I have a spot in my heart that lights up just for each one of you. And then once we started the podcast, every once in a while, we would get a message from someone who would say how much the podcast has helped them. Thank you so much to those of you who sent us a message. It didn't happen very often, honestly, just a few times a year, and we just kept going with the hope and expectation that we were helping many more people than we could know about. And I'm so proud of what we've done. We finished 82 episodes, and all of them will still be available to help young people. It's like we created a whole huge book with 81 chapters, and the Breaking the Silence podcast has had 25,000 downloads. And that means to me that 25,000 times we've been able to share some new ideas, some new ways of thinking, and some new stories with one person that have changed the way They will act and react from now on. And I'm just praying that this podcast has been a drop in a big lake that will have a ripple effect that will keep spreading and spreading and doing good in these troubling times. Being involved in this work and crossing paths with all these awesome people has changed me. And I want to share five things that I've learned from young adults. The first one is that saying it out loud is the gateway to healing. Time after time, I heard a young person say that finally opening up to someone else about what they were struggling with was the beginning of their healing. Something happens when we can be that honest with ourselves and with someone else. And when we stop hiding, like I mentioned before, we can't change what we can't talk about. The second thing is actually our tagline, that connection is the real anti-porn. Shame drives disconnection and isolation, but when people can connect with another human being and find out that they're still worthy, they're still accepted, that's the pathway out of the pain of pornography. Human connection is the greatest casualty of pornography, but it's also the greatest remedy. The third thing I've learned is that you can love yourself and live your life while you're seeking recovery. And you don't have to wait to love yourself until that day when you finally figured it out and you're living in full recovery. Because you can't hate yourself into full recovery. You have to love yourself into healing. Because when you know you deserve a better life and you're worth whatever it takes, then you have the energy to keep going. The fourth thing I've learned is that young adults who are ambushed by pornography in the past are becoming the champions for healthy sexuality today. When we started the podcast, Creed and Chrishell really insisted that we needed to bring in talking about healthy sexuality because we need to see the vision of what we're working for, not just against. It's all in line with the famous message from Fight the New Drug, Fight for Love, Right? And so we've connected with so many young adults who feel so strongly about that. And I'm just so pleased with the episodes that we've done where we just talk about the positive side of healthy sexuality and unraveling all the silence and shame around that. Now, we've always tried to keep our message very positive, but I do want to take a minute to say this about pornography. I believe pornography is a sin against humanity. Pornography hijacks a beautiful gift from God. And as Matt Fred says, the essential reason porn is wrong is because it reduces people to things to be used instead of people to love who have intrinsic dignity and worth. And so I suggest that we would do well to turn our outrage toward the source of pornography rather than toward each other, not toward those who have been most harmed by pornography. So for sure, please protect your own safety with boundaries. Express your feelings when you're hurt 100%. And also remember that we are all suffering together from the most effective weapon the adversary has ever created. We have to come together to defend the joyful life God intends for us. And the fifth thing I learned is that pornography, which seems to be this weapon of destruction for generations of young people, can be turned into a powerful tool for transformation. If we lean into it, there are actually really powerful things that can come out of the process of recovery from pornography. In fact, I believe that we come out of it even stronger than before. For one thing, at last, we'll finally have to talk openly and honestly about tough issues and confront harmful myths and misinformation about healthy sexuality and pornography. We learn self-mastery at the deepest level to manage our thoughts and our emotions and our actions. In true recovery, people gain qualities like being humble, teachable, honest, and compassionate, And those are qualities of successful, happy people. Going through pornography can bring us to rock bottom where we have to surrender to God and trust Him to save us from ourselves and finally understand the atonement, not as a lesson in Sunday school, but as an experience of peace and power. When you can do all these things, you can handle anything. You're set for success in all the areas of your life. So yes, this is probably one of the hardest things young people can go through and get traction on, but when you do it, what incredible life lessons and what great strength you gain. So that's why I say this threat, which at times seems to have taken over young people, could actually be a catalyst for creating the most powerful generation of young people ever. I believe that 100%. So those five are just a few of the transformational things I've learned working in this cause. I've learned to respect the people who find their way back, whether from the pit of addiction or betrayal or fear, And whether or not we've changed anything, this work has changed me, and so it's been worth everything. I offer that it can change you too. So what about you? For all of you listening, you are the few in your social circle who've been impressed or inspired or guided to seek answers on these issues, and I believe that means you are meant to lead whatever that looks like for you. So I ask you to do three things now. Number one, take charge of your own sexual health and education. Everyone you know of every age and every stage is in the middle of figuring out what healthy sexuality is for them. This is one of the responsibilities of being a whole human. So read good books, set boundaries and keep them. Go to a therapist, understand what real recovery is. And most importantly, come to understand that God designed us with the divine gift of sexuality, that it's an important part of His plan for us, and that the rules that He sets up around sexuality are all designed to protect that gift so that we can experience in the happiest and most fulfilling way. Fix all the brokenness that your family, your past relationships, and your culture handed down to you. Do it now and stop the damaged relationships and broken families that the generations ahead of you have endured. You don't have to keep carrying it. It's in your hands now and you can heal it. The second thing I ask you to do is break the silence. Look for opportunities to talk, whether that's with one person or a group. Ask your roommates what they think. Talk to a boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse about how pornography has impacted their life. Teach a lesson in church. Ask your parents about their thoughts. Make a comment in a discussion at school. Change a friend's life by listening to them and still loving them. Change the culture. Pave the way for your own kids to be able to grow up resilient and healthy and joyful. And remember, the Breaking the Silence podcast episodes that we've done will still be available for a long time, just like a book in a library that you can check out and keep reading again and again. So listen to the past episodes that you've missed. Remember that they'll be here to share with someone when the opportunity comes up. And the third thing I encourage you to do is to support the people who are offering safe resources that are aligned with your values. Join forces with those souls who are braving these issues so courageously, and that might mean sending them a message to say thank you, or engaging on their social media, or sharing their resources with your friends. It will be hard for them to keep going if they don't hear from you. So water what you want to grow. In fact, do something today and make it a habit. Give someone out there on the front lines a virtual high five or hug. Like I mentioned, we've started a resource list on our website to share what's available to help and we'll keep adding to it. That's at reach10.org forward slash resources. We'll put that in the show notes and let us know if you have a suggestion to add to that list. You can still reach us at hello at reach10.org. Now, as we come to an end of the Reach 10 era, I've been looking through photos of all of the things that we've done in the past five years. My heart is full when I see all the faces of the beautiful young people who founded this work, who came to a workshop even once, or helped us at a photo shoot or wrote a blog post, who did an internship for us or came on the podcast to share their story who spoke at a conference representing Reach 10 or designed our logo. I just get this overwhelming feeling of hope and power and transformation for you. I've often said for you young adults, remember that even though we often say, where much is given, much is required, it's also true that where much is required, much is given. God knows you're in challenging and dangerous times, and he's offering you so much help and power to get through it. The number one thing I want to say is that I love so many young adults, not in spite of your struggles, but even more because of your struggles, whether that's finding freedom from using pornography or finding healing through the pain of someone else's entrenchment in pornography or getting past confusion and hesitation around healthy sexuality, or finally, at last, speaking up and talking about these issues, even when it feels like you might die. I love you so much for your desire to change all of this for the better. I love your bright spirits. I love how you just keep showing up and trying. For me, it's been a messy and beautiful experience, and I'm so grateful. Our Reach 10 mission is finished. Are we more open, more loving, more resilient? I hope so, but it's really in your hands now. What will you do? Now that it's your turn, please spark a flame that will spread like wildfire and light up a new era of courage, compassion and connection. Keep reaching out, keep breaking the silence I can't wait to see what you will do.